Yo, today I'm giving you one thing that you can change that's going to increase your motivation and take you to the next level. I'm talking more motivated than you've ever been. I'm talking about, it's about drive. It's about power, put in the work, put in the hours. I'm talking about you think you was hype at the gym until you figure out this thing that I'm giving you today. I'm talking next level. I'm talking you going from a one motivation to a three motivation, from a three to a five, from a five to a seven, from a seven to a nine. And if you already at a 10, then I'm going to take you on through the roof. We're going to the moon. We're giving you all that and more on today's episode of The How You. Let's lock in. What's up, everybody? My name is Xavier. I am the host of the How You podcast, the podcast where we teach you how you can be a better you, and we do it quicker than you can finish a cup of coffee. If you finish the cup, then we've said too much. Today, we're talking about one thing that you can do. It's actually one thing that you can change that's going to increase your motivation immediately. Here's what I know. Regardless of what you do in life, regardless of who you are in life, regardless of what you believe in life, your motivation will be directly tied to how much you are able to get done and how much you are able to accomplish. How many of us, if you're like me, you've been guilty of having a good good idea or having a healthy desire or even having healthy goals, even being self-disciplined to work towards those goals. But on certain days, you just feel unmotivated. And maybe you've let in that motivation, maybe you've let that motivation sink a little bit deeper. And now you find yourself living a life being unmotivated. You're struggling maybe to get out of bed in the morning or when you do get out of bed, you're hating your job, you're hating your current situation. And although you have goals and although you have things and desires and stuff that you want to see happen, you're just struggling with motivation. Here is the one thing that you can change immediately that will take your motivation to the next level. That was dramatic effect, by the way. I don't know why I did that. It just felt it just felt right. <laughs> The one thing you can do this week to change your motivation and up your motivation is actually to stop selfish thinking. To stop selfish thinking. Whether we realize it or not, selfish thinking can be the number one cause of living an unmotivated life. I know it sounds counterproductive, but if you spend all of your time thinking about yourself, thinking about your goals, what you want to do, if when you look at your list of things that you want to get done over the next couple of weeks, next couple of years, next couple of months, if all of those things are about making your life better, if all of those things are about making sure you have more satisfaction, if all of those things are about making sure you have more fun, if all of those things are all about yourself, you will slowly but surely drift into an unmotivated life. Here's the deal. Why? Why why do you say that, Xavier? It's because think about it. If your goals in your life are driven all by what you want, you will lose motivation because in any given moment, you will want something else more than you want your goals. 
If at the end of the day, I have fitness goals and I want to get my six pack because the summer body is coming out. Well, first of all, that's not me, by the way, because some are going to get whatever body I give it. But for those of you who have body and fitness goals uh, for your summer, uh, if that is the one thing that's driving you, then in any given moment, you're going to want an apple pie from McDonald's or fries or a crumble cookie or a milkshake. You're going to want that in a moment more than you want the other thing. And think about it. Even when you get it, even when you get the body that you want, even when you get to your summer goals and your summer health and your summer shape that you want, then what? You have to go and reevaluate and think, okay, now that I have these things, what am I going to do? Because all my goals are self-centered, once I achieve them or if they come too slowly, I will either way drift towards living an unmotivated life. Right now, I am reading a book by John Maxwell. If you don't know who he is, just look him up. Just Google him. Just, oh my goodness. Anything that he puts his hands on is golden. Just go read it right now. Um, But right now, I'm reading a book by John Maxwell called How Successful People Think. And in the book, he outlines a bunch of things that you can change, a bunch of ways you can change your thought process and in changing your thought process, change your entire life. And I want to read you a quote from the book. He has a whole chapter about selfish thinking, but here's one of the things he says, there is no life as empty as the self-centered life, but there is no life as centered as the self-empty life. Let me say it again. There is no life as empty as the self-centered life, but there is no life as centered as the self-empty life. Meaning that once I take all of the focus off myself, not saying I don't take care of myself, not saying I don't have my personal care days or my self-care days, but when I make sure that I am not 100% of my focus all the time, I have a way of living a more centered, a more balanced, a more focused, and a more motivated life. That when I am at the center of the universe, my emotions and all of those things will drive who I am, how I feel, and who I become. So, okay, you're saying, Xavier, what do I do? What do I do? Okay, I'm, I'm realizing that many of my goals are selfish. I'm realizing that many of the things I want to do are selfish. Many of the things that I think are selfish. Everything about me is me because I want what I want and I want it right now. What can I do? I'm gonna give you three things that you can do this week or next week that's gonna help you shift the focus away from yourself. Not because I don't want you thinking about yourself, but it's gonna help us shift the focus away from ourselves so that we can focus more on others and overall live the more centered and motivated life. You will be so fulfilled the day you start doing one of these three things. Here they are. They're coming They're coming to you really fast. Number one is to serve somebody else. I know it's super simple. I know it's super simple, but serving somebody else takes the focus off of us. When you have to truly put your needs to the side and focus on the needs of somebody else, it will take you out of being the center of your universe. And I mean serving in the sense of however you want to do it. You can serve in a third world country. You can serve somebody in your neighborhood. You can serve at your local church or at your local nonprofit. You can serve at your job in some way. But the point is, I have now made a part of my life about making somebody else's life a little brighter. I heard it this way. It is impossible to light the path of somebody else without 
also illuminating the path for yourself, which means that if I am focused on making the world around me a better place in some way, shape or form, then that has a way of illuminating and bringing clarity to my life, not only in areas of my motivation, but also in areas of my purpose and also in all of these other areas of my life. So number one is I'm going to serve somebody else. Number two is I'm going to mentor someone else. When you and I take the time to impart hard-earned or maybe simply earned wisdom or knowledge or skills into someone else, we start to get a level of satisfaction in our life that comes from the fact that we've poured into somebody else. It, it, it's kind of like I was saying, if you if you follow me on Instagram, then you you saw that I got challenged that every time I learn something new, every time I learn a new lesson, every time I learn a new skill, every time I learn a new bit of knowledge, every time I learn something new from the Bible, whatever it is, whatever it is you're learning or I'm learning in my life, I got challenged by a mentor to teach someone else everything that I learned. He told me that's going to do two things. He said, number one, it's going to lock the knowledge or whatever it is into your personality. And it's a way of sealing everything that you learn. And he said, number two, it's going to make you so much more grateful for the knowledge that you do have. And so when I take the chance or when you take the chance to mentor somebody else, it'll take the focus off of us. And when we see them grow and sometimes even get better than we are in a particular area, it will bring a level of motivation to continue to do that. Now I'm more motivated to learn. I'm more motivated to study. I'm more motivated to get better. I'm more motivated to grow. Why? Because I know that when I grow, somebody else is going to grow. Craig Rochelle says it this way. He says, when the leader gets better, everybody gets better. And that should be the case in your life, that when you grow and when you succeed, you shouldn't be the only person impacted and growing because of what you learned. Now, here's the deal. Maybe you're sitting here and you're thinking, well, I don't know what I would mentor someone in. I don't know what I would say to them. I don't know what I have to teach them. I don't really feel like I'm far in life. And if that's you right now, I want to challenge you to see yourself as a little bit better. When you begin to mentor someone, you don't have to have all the answers. You don't even have to have a mentoring plan. You just need to spend time with someone and invite them into an area of your life that you feel like you are better in now than you were six months ago. You are ready to mentor someone when you identify an area of your life that you are better in now than you were six months ago, because that shows that you are growing. And if you are growing, you're in prime position to teach somebody or someone something that you know or knew already. So here it is. I'll tell you an example. Let me give you an example. When I start to mentor, I mentor guys, a, a lot of young guys. When I was 20 and 21, I would mentor guys that were 18 and younger. When I turned 22, I'd mentor guys that were 22 and younger. Uh, now that I'm 26, I mentor guys that are a little younger and a little older than me because sometimes the beard helps me convince people that I'm a little bit more wise than I am. The point is, as soon as I start mentoring someone, especially my younger uh, students uh, that I that I teach or lead, essentially what will happen is the first thing that I do, and I get 
get so excited about it is every time my wife calls me or every time my mom calls me or anytime anyone calls me, I speak and have that conversation on speakerphone. No matter what the subject matter is, no matter how heated the discussion is, no matter what, I have that conversation on speakerphone because there are things that I'm thinking and things that I'm talking about that they can learn from. And the same is true for you. Ways that you will interact in a situation, things that you can do, things that you are learning, things that you say, ways that you respond that somebody else might need to see. One time pops up for me in particular, I was having this heated discussion with my mom about something because you know that just because you leave your parents' house doesn't mean you stop having disagreements with them. But I was having a heated discussion with my mom. My mom is raising her voice and you know there's a lot going on and my mentee, he started to get up and walk out of the room and I remember muting the phone and I said, no, 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 no. You come and you sit right here. And he stayed in the room very uncomfortable while my mom and I had this very heated discussion. And what did that do? I I told him afterwards, I say, hey, you might hear me say some stuff that I don't mean. I didn't in that conversation, but I, I did brief him and tell him that. I was like, you might hear my mom say some stuff that she doesn't mean. But as a man, here's what I vow to show you, that if you ever hear me say something that I don't mean, or if I ever consider a conversation where I've made a mistake, you will always see me go back and fix it. I don't have to be perfect is what I was teaching him. And I was teaching him that he didn't have to be perfect as a man. But what I was teaching him in that moment is that as a man, I feel that when you make a mistake, when you say something you don't mean, when you behave in a way that's not lining up with who you feel like you are, then you should go ahead and apologize and respond in a way that makes the situation better. And that is mentoring. So find somebody to mentor. You don't have to be perfect in an area. Just find somebody to mentor. Number two. Number three, this one is going to be difficult, but if you're going to take yourself out of the center of the equation and find a way to get better, let me tell you something you're going to do. You're going to avoid taking credit. Avoid taking credit. Avoid taking credit. What does that mean? It means that you're going to do good in the world. You're going to do good for someone else. You're going to do good by someone else. You're going to do good to someone else. And you are going to do so anonymously. You're not going to receive credit or get credit for the things that you are doing. And what it will do is it will do a myriad of things. SAT word for those of you guys who are still studying for your SAT. It would do a plethora of things, a smorgasbord of things. It would do a lot of things for you. Uh, The first thing it's going to do is going to keep you humble. But the second thing it's going to do, it's going to make sure that you aren't living for other people's approval. And it will make sure that you understand the importance of you not being at the center of the universe. See, when you and I go out and serve someone or we when we go out and do something nice or we give to a charity or something like that, and we get the credit for it, for it the truth is you can still be doing that out of a selfish motive. You can still be selfishly motivated to do something something that seems unselfish. Why? Because you get the credit of people looking at you like you're a giving person, people looking at you like you're a person who, you know, just does things because they love it, blah, 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 so on and so forth. And what I'm arguing today is that when you and I get in these moments, we really should do things and not take the credit for them because it will keep us humble and it will check our hearts and check our minds every single time. 
Yo, that's all I have for you today. If you are a person that's already motivated, you don't struggle with that whatsoever, you already have your goals set and all of that stuff, but you do struggle with self-discipline and self-control and accomplishing those goals, then I encourage you to go ahead and watch last week's video or last week's podcast where we talk about three things that you can do right now to boost your self-control and self-discipline. Hey, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then I would appreciate you leaving us a review if you found this helpful. If you're on YouTube, leave us a comment down below and let us know what it is that keeps you motivated. What are you changing this week? What are you going to do this week to make sure that you stay motivated? You can also subscribe, hit the bell so that you can receive all the notifications every time we post something else. I don't know why I did that. Lastly, man, if you want a free resource that we created, it's called a life holiness assessment. It helps you to evaluate your entire life so that you can have a level of balance and a level of wholeness brought to it. You can click the link down in the description or in the show notes, and it will take you directly so that you can download that resource. Let me know how you like it, man. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm glad that you locked in because remember, you ain't going nowhere unless you grow somewhere.